Hello, and welcome to another episode of Wham Show. Wham Show? Wham Show. That's a radical departure from previous... Are we rebranding? No, but at this okay. point people know that we have a microphone. Oh, okay. I feel like all the dramatic tension about whether or not we have a microphone or don't have a microphone... Like, I feel like the audience gets this gag. You know, I mean, they're yeah. not dumb. Uh, right. They, I think they understand what's happening, and I don't know... The joke is landing as well. Oh, At least that's okay. what the judge said. Uh, that's a good message joke. So I'll allow it. New, new listeners are like, what? Well, new listeners, you should go back. You shouldn't come into a TV show <laughs> should, should halfway through. Yeah. You should go back and listen to every other episode. Yeah, well, this is We Have Microphone, a show where we talk about whatever the fuck we want to talk about, yep. and you listen. I am going to go make a cocktail. <gasps> that is a great idea. This is a new twist on things. Um, yeah, so my, I got demoted from making cocktails a while ago and back to uh, the rambling section. And uh, pretty new listeners, because we've been getting a lot of new listeners recently, uh, especially being in the New York area, the tri-state area. Is it called that? Is that what it's called? I don't know. We're near like, Connecticut. That's always in like movies. Always like the tri-state area. And there's like three states around here, so I'm assuming it's the tri-state area. Anyhow, uh, so uh, the setup of the show is that we talk about whatever we want, and then you listen, and Michael makes us a cocktail, and we do not edit. We will never edit this podcast, as I slam the table and make you uncomfortable as you were listening. Um... This is audio verite of what it is like to hang out with Michael and I. Uh, I think this podcast is great for maybe you're like right home uh, or like sitting on the subway and you just want to hear some quasi-intelligent drunk people talk. Um, or, oh, I think airplanes are pretty good. Maybe you're like settling in for long flight. Obviously, right as you took off, you hit the little help button and ordered a white wine. I don't know. Just picturing what any normal person would do on a plate. Uh, let's see other situations. <laughs> oh, maybe you're, uh, you're home alone right now, drinking your white wine, and you're done, you're done watching House of Cards. It freaks you out too much now. So you're like, I'm just going to... I wish I had friends here right now, like Hampton and Michael. <laughs> Uh, yeah, see, this is called filling space, and it's awkward every single time. Um, I realize we've gotten like bad about retweeting about the show too. It's like a thing. Apparently, you not only have to like do the episodes, you actually have to like market it. So that's a whole deal. Oh, getting shaken. Uh, all right, I'm running out of things to talk about. Man, I love. I think there's nothing more me than a starting the episode with an awkward bit because like all right so if you started the episode with this part where like you're almost four minutes or three and a half minutes in and i've said almost nothing useful i mean i guess i described what the show's about uh and like your expectations now like the rest of this episode is going to be a million times better as soon as michael's done making his cocktail or our cocktail not um and I just need that cocktail right now. It's coming, it's coming. I know. You don't have to clean it out. Okay. You leave me hanging on this. I feel them staring at me, Michael. Yeah. Uh, 
well, Michael and I, if you want to hear the level of passive aggressive and uh, my voice, we have been married for eight years as of yesterday. Yeah. So, oh, look at this. It's got a cucumber. It's, it's a pretty pink, drink, right? Pink kind of color. Michael's going to take a picture. We really need an Instagram, too. Oh, yeah, we should. That's. Are there any social media experts, experts. out there? Does Melissa Barnes listen to this? Maybe she can help us. All right, take your picture. I'm taking it. I'm taking it. I'm taking it. Everyone loves the pictures. Yeah, but everybody who's listening right now is waiting. For okay, me. okay, okay, okay. So, All right, cheers. Cheers. There we go. All right. Mm. Here, here we go. Here. It's a little bit sweet. Not the bat. But it's good. It's got a little bit of bitter also. Mm-hmm. There's. A, it's a pink color. It's in a tall glass. We've got ice in it. Um, there's little bits of something floating around inside. I'm not sure what that is. If that was supposed to be there or not. That 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 was my poor uh, filtering. Oh, not filtering. Uh, straining. Oh wait, what's what? So this what is, is this? called a Kew Gardens cooler. It's Kew fr- Gardens cooler. Yeah, it's from as in Kew Gardens, mm-hmm. London. Hopefully, mm-hmm. people are familiar with that. Um, it is a you know because it is so warm and summery outside. Um, <laughs> That is a temporal joke because yeah, that won't make any sense. Anyway, um, it's really cold. It just got really cold all of a sudden. Yeah, it's the we're it's this is our November twelfth. We're coming to our first yeah. fall, or we're in well, our first yeah, fall, yeah. living in New York after being spoiled by San Francisco for five years, mm-hmm. um, which has just lovely, cool weather all the time. At least in our neighborhood, it's always sunny and cool. Yeah. Um, so we made it through the hot. Yeah, the hot wasn't too bad actually. Um, and so now we're getting into <laughs> the cold. Sam, I'm already sneezing. We don't edit, and you're going to hear my sneeze. Um, so now we're getting into the cold, and um, yeah, this is a Kew Gardens cooler, so it's probably more of a summer drink, but it's a gin, Aperol grapefruit drink, um, and there's cucumber in it. So it's muddled into the bottom, so that is the bits that you're seeing. It's the bits of cucumber I should have strained out. And then um, there's also a cucumber slice, kind of a ribbon, I think it's called. Also, um, it has a metal straw. It does have a metal straw. Which, which metal straws are fancier and more environmentally friendly. It's true, but how do you know they're clean? This is the thing that freaks well, me out about our, our I guess metal I guess we should have, like, a pipe cleaner or something. But they've got a bend in them, so you need, like, a really yeah. specialized yeah, maybe. pipe cleaner. All right, I'm um, right on top of that. Yeah. That's going to be next on my cool. to-do list. Actually, no, we should throw these out and, like, buy new ones on Amazon. Is that more ecologically friendly? <laughs> Um, so yeah, so it's pretty nice. Um, it's also from Death and Company book, and I decided to use cucumber because Hampton has been pickling, and there are a bunch of cucumbers in the fridge. I have been a pickling. These are unpickled. I should note. Well, it's it's not like regular pickling. I do. Well, I do pickles. It's not just pickling. Mm. Sorry, that's cold, true. Cold that's pickles. True. So, like the crunchy, nice ones. They only last a month, so you, like you have to eat them. You have to eat them, which. So I made a I, I made a bunch when we lived in San Francisco, and then I've been trying to do it again here. And oh, I don't, I don't know, know if you can hear that. That is our rice cooker um, is going off. Oh man, I can talk about rice cookers for like ever. Yeah, don't even give me. I'm sure you could. Um, was I talking about? Hampton's had a couple of glasses of sake already. So I have. He's feeling pretty good. <laughs> you were talking about San Francisco and the weather, and. 
Uh, San Francisco and cucumbers and pickles, maybe. Oh, pickles! Yeah, I made my pickles in San Francisco, and that yeah. was pickles. That was the subject. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> that's that's how much I forgot. Well, the song distracted. The song is very distracting. Yeah, but I got pretty good at making pickles. Because uh, oh, I can't ever seem to buy ones that I really really like in the store. Actually, we just recently went on a run of like mm-hmm. buying four different cold pickle pickles. Um, and they were all terrible. Yeah. Like two of them tasted like soap. And yeah, and I'm not like we're not anti cilantro people. Mm-mm. So like I'm not usually going. It's too soapy. Yeah, like it's are... literally two different brands. Yeah. Michael said it after, like, I tasted it went, oh, that's kind of soapy. And then he had one, I was like, yeah, that tastes soapy. What's yeah, going on? Yeah, it was super weird. I don't understand right. if that's a flavor profile that is common amongst yeah. pickles here, maybe. I don't or, know. I don't know. Anyway, uh, I know you prefer the cold ones, but yes. now I'm like, maybe we should go to, to like, um, you know, sanitize, whatever they call them. Well, so there's two ways to do pickling, if people want to ask. They're basically canning, so that those are the ones you'll find warm on your local grocer's mm-hmm. shelf, and they'll last for like nine years or whatever, right. and they've been boiled, basically. Um, and those are good. Those are mainly the pickles you get places, I think. Uh, then there's cold pickling, where basically you just put it in vinegar, water with salt, yeah. plus some flavorings, just put, put a cucumber in there, wait a couple days, it gets a lot of the flavor into it, and then... Magically, you have a very crunchy pickled in, and it's a lot less work. So I have no idea why anybody would make the like true traditional. Well, because like theoretically, you want you're not gonna just devour the whole thing in one sitting, right? It's like it's not one for February or something. If you like grew the cucumbers in the garden, okay, right, right. So right, and that's like regular. But I think you're more into just canning then. Yeah, but then like, I mean, you don't just want to pickle. I don't know if anyone like literally puts stuff in a can. Well, no, like I'm in a jar. Right. Well, that's the same thing. is in a jar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, I'm not using jars anymore. No. I mean, I bought a bunch of them, but they were too small. And yeah. I mean, I'm now currently using an old flower thing, and I, yeah. I use a glass to... It's, 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 it's pretty ghetto. Yeah. Um, I need to get a better... It's pretty low rent. Yes, thank you. Yeah, I keep using the word ghetto, and every time I use it, I don't like yeah. it. Yeah. It just doesn't... You should. Thanks. I mean... I appreciate it. No. Yeah. You're right, though. Yeah. Low rent... Is that, is well, that I mean, sorry. The rent's is, too damn high, Michael. Right. But this is, uh, I'm saying it's like a low rent version of a jar is putting like a glass to, to boil down the pickles, keep them in the brine. That's all That's, It's like a nice glass, though. In a nice it jar. is a nice glass, but it's definitely a non standard. Like we pay retail for that. It's glass. an informal way. Informal. To do something. Of that. Yeah. Maybe MacGyver esque. Yeah, yeah. So, like, when you put pickles into the brine, the tops of the pickles want to float up to the top, especially if you're like doing an open-ish container. See, so, yeah, I just take like a regular little glass, like a short glass, and just sink it, and then it buoys its weight up, and then the pickles keep it up. Buoy is such a weird word. Boy, boy, boy. If people are not familiar with how British people pronounce that, it's boy. B U O Y is pronounced boy, um, which I remember one of my very good friends Leah who went to university with me we were like on the Thames or something and I was like oh wow that's a big boy and then she thought <laughs> I was talking about like a ship or something or like I was like there was a, like a, a ship docked on the Thames and she thought I was making reference to that 
Um, I would say it's definitely a bit of British pronunciation that Americans are just not familiar with. Right, because I mean, how often do you talk about not often. buoys or boys? Yeah. yeah, it's like it's not something that comes up in our day-to-day non-naval activities, you know. Um, but yeah, I wonder what the official like that official like if you're like in international waters. Yeah, what you say? Oh, yeah. Like if you're from there's like, a boy France. in the water. Well, yeah, there's actually, a... that's true. That could be that could be kind of buoy. confusing. Buoy. Avoid running over that boy. Yeah. Well, like, so it's mostly American English is required for air flight stuff, right? Pronunciations. And it's always English. And it's simplified English for... Oh, I didn't know what are the main pronunciation differences for airplanes. Or are there none? Or, like, where would that come up as an important difference? I'm sure the IATA has a guide for this. Well, yeah, I'm sure it does. Um, Because, like... I mean, you know, in all my intricate aviation knowledge, of which I have much, um, I don't know, there's like the, the NATO alphabet, or whatever it's called. Yeah. And then Henton's just Googling stuff, so he's... <laughs> well, now you have to talk some, Michael. Like... Well, I, I, I am talking about stuff. I'll just change topic, because um, I can talk about lots of other stuff. Like, I'm really excited to go on train rides. We booked our trains to um, DC for Christmas. And we're going all the way down to DC for Christmas. And then we're driving to a town way in like Western Virginia. That's not West Virginia, uh, near Charlottesville and stuff. Um, And so we'll be spending a little bit after Christmas there. And yeah, I'm pretty excited because we get to do a long train journey back. Uh, the only thing I'm worried about is like it snows. I don't know if this is part of my like British attitude, but like if it rains in the UK, some of the trains delayed, and so I'm kind of worried going back from Culpeper that like trains will be delayed and shit. Well, wait, yeah, I mean they will. Yeah, but like um, we don't have like a mean job. If we're late, they're gonna be like, I mean it's okay. Wait, I mean, we don't have to be back in time for jobs. Oh, we have to be back in time to, like, hang out. I need I need relaxation time after family time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. We're spending it with, like, a four-year-old and a two-year-old. That's not a, like, relaxing time. Yeah, I saw that my mom follows this podcast on, cool. on Twitter. So, Julie, if you're out there... Hi, Julie. Let me... <laughs> hey, Julie! <laughs> hey, I'm like, I don't, I don't use mom-appropriate language on this show. No. Or topics, necessarily, no, no. so... Um, well, 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 I think your, I think your mom's pretty cool. I, I think I she'd be cool. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Like, well, my mom's cool, like in a kind of general Wait, way. Wait, okay. So I think my mom would have more of a problem with bad language than your mom would, because I've definitely heard both you and your brother use, and your dad, and your mom. Actually, I've heard your uh, like I've heard all your family use bad language around each ba- other. I see bad language, but I've never heard your mom has said bad language in front of us. Really? Yeah. What did she say recently? Oh. Yeah. Wait, do you remember the first time your parents swore in front of you? I think my mom dropped something on her foot, like, literally. Oh, yeah. And it was like, fuck. I was like, ah. Yeah. I do remember um, my dad, like, reversed into something while we were on holiday, and he said shit. And then um, my mom was like, Alan. I feel like my parents, though conservatives from the South, professional conservatives from the South, can I? Uh, I think the word shit showed up pretty. No, and this is where I'm saying I think your parents are way more comfortable, despite being. I mean, very I mean, like saying like fuck, like that yeah. was. I remember I couldn't say fart. 
I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't say arse. Did you say toot? Uh, it was, it was bottom burp. I just had a bottom burp. Yeah, it's like you have a top burp. So I think in the US the word fart doesn't even. Right, no, any. it doesn't. But also bloody doesn't. No. Uh, ass isn't really. Whereas ass in the UK is kind of offensive, and obviously bloody is a swear. Yeah, but you can say see you. Well, okay, see you in TV <laughs> in Scotland. Yeah, you fine. can, and that's on TV as well. Um. Have your parents ever said that word to you? No, no. Um, but like, no. My, I don't think my parents. I don't know. No, it is. They don't swear as much. They've never seen one. No. Um, so yeah, I think I think your mom would be cool with it. With swearing, I don't think the c word. No, probably not. But I don't think anyone of our parents would be cool with that. Yeah, that's like the one in America that. Yeah. It's like the only. Well, wait. I mean, I guess there are. There are ethnic slurs, which are yeah, obviously yeah, which are pretty... a little bit worse. Yeah. And sexual slurs. Was the C word in the famous George Carlin bit? I think George Carlin had a famous bit, which was seven words you can't say on TV. Yeah. And I'm like... And I, I, rem- I think one of them... One of them's fuck, and one of them's motherfucker, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, those are the same word. But that's part of his act. It's like, oh, oh these okay. are covered by the same thing, so... Oh, He's like, who, who was out there? Who's just like, I need to put the word. Mother oh wait, in front sorry, of I didn't realize this wasn't come up by him. I no, thought this he. Is, this is literally the list that the uh, uh, FCC uses. Oh, oh, I did. I totally just thought he was like a. Oh, this is my funny list of things. I didn't realize he was just reading out the FCC list. Yeah, so it was a uh, FCC versus the Pacifica Foundation was the name of the case. When was they, the case? Was the Supreme Court case? Uh, well, there was a there was a group morality and media heard the WBAI broadcast uh, with his fifteen year old son complained to the FCC that the material was inappropriate for two p.m. and yeah went to the well yeah went, so the FCC just ruled they don't have to um, they don't like the FCC can just rule they don't they're not oh, a, okay, they're okay. not a judge okay, I mean, it sounds okay. like judges all just held up that FCC can do it. Um, but then, obviously, that might go to the Supreme Court in the case of, say, a First Amendment violation, right? I should be able to say these And words. that's what they're trying to claim, yeah. Okay, okay. But, okay, so this is why the FCC... Do it. I, I think this is great talk. Every, I find this really interesting. Yeah, and honestly, if you don't care about this, then you're not worth it. Um, see, I'm so kind to our, our listeners. Uh, yeah, so, okay... So the ruling is that an individual can use any language they want as long as it's not threatening or in itself directly like, damaging yeah, or, or inciting violence. violence. Yeah. yeah. So that those are the only things that an individual can say. However, the ruling is that broadcast airwaves specifically, yeah. because they go through your body in the air, which is a public asset, are not private speech. Right. So that's one creepy and weird and... I'm hoping this was from the 60s because this is some weird, like... Well, clearly... You're being imbued with the word fuck as its airwaves go through you or something, like... Right, well, that's... You're like, being damaged It's like spiritually. your home, these things are coming into your... These words come into your, your home against your will. Right. And that is why... So the FCC's entire mandate is based off the most insane... Right, that's true. Um, but, like, like, how do you... Okay, so do, do you have the list of seven words? Yeah. It's the C word on there. So, okay, wait. Yes. So technically, okay. the FCC's never actually had a formal list. 
But okay. this is their info. So, but everybody who is trying to follow these rules sounds like uh, broadcasters would post these words up. Like okay. if you're in a radio booth, there's like the words you can't say on a list on the Interesting. wall. Interesting. So okay. it's like Carl had and, made it into a Okay, thing. and this is from the 60s, I guess? 70s, maybe? Uh, it doesn't say when the... Because, I mean, true. that would definitely explain why there are no racial slurs on there, because that was pretty much fair game, I think. <laughs> yeah, it was days. fine. Oh, it's, it's totally true. Uh, well, 72 okay. was when the album came out. George Collins, bit, like, album with that bit. Um, yes. Okay. But apparently Lenny Bruce got arrested for saying uh, nine words. Ooh, there, there are the two room. extra ones? I don't know who Lenny Bruce is. Lenny Bruce is a famous... Uh, he's not that called? famous. He's extremely famous. I don't know who not he is. Not to British people, maybe. Sorry, if 50% of the people on this podcast do not know who someone is, that means they're not famous. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I've lived in America for a he's while. He's an now. important comedian. Okay. Okay. You I'll should all that. know about. Okay. You should go look up Lenny Bruce. So... If he's, is he dead? He is dead. Okay. If um, he's so great, then why is, why he, is dead? he dead? I like my friend to not be dead. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, he died in uh, 66 of a drug overdose. 66? 1966, yeah, at age 40. Oh. So, yeah. Uh, But he was kind of like a counterculture comedian. So it was like hippies and stuff. Okay. And he was was the first, quote-unquote, blue comedian. Okay. Here, blue comedy. That was kind of his thing. Um, So he had two extra words. He was two better than George Carlin. Yeah, what's the difference? Um... Okay, well, so the one the words that got him arrested are okay. I'm just gonna say it. I'm gonna see if yeah. I get arrested. Ass balls, cocksucker, cunt, fuck, motherfucker, piss, shit, and tits. Okay, I think balls is a really interesting on there. Yeah. All, the, all of the other, I guess tits. Yeah, I believe balls falls off of Carlin's list. Okay, yeah. And uh, what else? Tits. Maybe. No, tits is on tits there. Tits is on there. Uh, Carlin's list is shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. Wait, so what's the other one? So there were balls, and know, there was an early one. They don't have, like, a full comparison, so I'm having to scroll between okay. them. Yeah. I am doing the research that yeah. people here are asking for. Uh, it was, like, the second or third one in, in his list, Lenny Bruce's list. Uh, ass. Yeah, ass is not on Carlin's list. Okay, so that's interesting, because I was saying that in the UK, ass, our equivalent, is very much a word you can't really say on TV. Um... But I think it's interesting that Balls was on there. Um, yeah. But then, it, so it's funny, in my head, my uh, metric growing up was definitely The Simpsons. So if The Simpsons could say it, I knew it was an okay word. And they said ass a lot. And I knew that in the UK, you couldn't say ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, whatever the equivalent would be of The Simpsons in the so UK. So I believe not. these have slightly changed. I believe you can say shit and tits. Shit? On TV now. You can definitely say shit on broadcast. Really? So, okay. All right. So now, modern FCC, the way they do it is via... Well, I know the uh, British... uh, Uh, Ofcom. Ofcom, yeah. Uh, So Ofcom is the British equivalent of the FCC. FCC. And FCC is the American equivalent of Ofcom. Um, uh, No, but it's like how things are used. Uh, like there's very much a and obviously both of these are done via complaints right it's like how many mm-hmm. people complain about a certain thing yeah so what happens is so every single network has to hire and pay for their own censors mm-hmm. so these are people who work so NBC has like an office it must be the most 
fun office. Oh yeah, again. definitely. Actually, they probably are. It's probably like an HR department kind I, of thing. They're actually. Like, I feel like it's yeah. Your job is. I'd to really like, like to meet. You're the worst guy. stuff. Yeah. Um, well, but it's it must just it must just be like. I guess you have to just read a bunch of rules and regulations all day and like decide no, if it's not rules and regulations because there aren't really a lot of them. But you have to decide if the FCC is going to prosecute, right? Or like, oh, no, fine, fine, yeah, right. So you're trying to do, do like your fines risk. increase from like tits to cunt, like so to speak. Uh, like, I like I don't know the full fine system. Like if you say motherfucker or cocksucker, is that just like, having fun? I, like I, I do like saying some spice. Um But like, is that worse hey, than Julie, saying? I hope balls. you're listening. No, but like, uh, I know my mom for a fact thinks that this bit was really good. Yeah, um, I know for a fact. Um, but like, it would be interesting funny. if you get fined more. For saying, well, if you said like a multiple swears in a row, that would be being egregious potentially versus like a well placed fuck, like in the middle of I don't know. Um, I'm not looking up obscenity fines for the FCC. Yeah, um, but it's interesting. So in the UK, we have this thing called Ofcom, and we also have a watershed. And yeah. there was a there was Mary, what's her face? What was the name of that woman? Uh, she was like super oh, yeah. into obscenity. She was like the the very pun- white. I think you might, yeah, I think you're correct. Um, maybe? Mm. Just put, like, like British, obscenity. Ofcom, Mary. Mary. And anyway, so there was this w- woman in the 60s and 70s who put a lot of, like, protested out of Mon- outside of Monty Python movies for, like, being offensive. Would do a lot of... White like, House. May White House. Um, and she helped introduce a lot of these laws in the uk um and there's ofcom um which decides if something's like if you could imagine an old woman in the 1950s or 60s who's british and was very uptight look up her picture she looks exactly exactly oh yeah that's just like that's exactly just like horn-rimmed glasses like like a A very librarian type bun yeah gray streaks like uh, turtlenecks. We got turtleneck oh, action here. Um, so, so in, it's interesting. In the UK, we have a watershed, and I think it's eight PM or nine PM, and it's basically like before then you can't swear. After then, it's free free reign. And um, it was so interesting to me that like in the US you don't have that because you can show like stuff at any time of day, but when you do show it, it's edited to heck. Like, mm-hmm. like I tried to watch Pulp Fiction at 2pm the other day on AMC and it's just, like, unwatchable because they bleep it and they cut out so much and it's it, it's weird. It takes away so much. Um, whereas in the UK, it's, like, past 8pm, 9pm and they can just show the whole film unedited. And, uh, yeah, I just... Um, it is kind of weird, but... It's also weird in the UK, we have certain channels where you can um, show stuff. Uh, so Channel 4 is the notoriously... Mm. It's almost the HBO of the UK because they use all the swears. They can show softcore. Well, they don't. That's more Channel 5. But, like, <laughs> BBC and ITV are the two main channels, and they are very much, like, you can't say the C word. Um, okay, yeah. so a couple things. So the FCC in 2015 slapped... Slapped because that's the word they're using here. Uh, a local TV station with a three hundred twenty-five thousand dollars fine <gasps> for, 
for doing a news story about an adult performer who volunteers at a local rescue mission. And they used a blurred but not blurred enough clip of her work. Uh, I mean, okay. Okay. Well, I, I don't know where this local news is. But for one... It's Virginia. Okay. But, like... But this is a, a, it's Roanoke, Virginia, but, like, this is a federal decision. I'm, ju- I'm just saying, as a local news person, <laughs> I would not show a clip of this person's work, maybe. Blurred or not blurred. Like, I don't know if that was a great decision in the first place. No, so the FCC's rules, Michael, have a watershed. It's only 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. That leaves no time. I'm not awake outside of those hours. Okay. Well, okay, I want to go back to your watershed thing. So the majority of stations in the U.S. are not uh, subject to the FCC. Like, almost none of the TV we watch. The Good Place is the only television program we watch. Right, or anything on NBC, like Survivor, Yeah, obviously. Uh, Uh, I think those are Hell's Kitchen. I'm trying to think of all the networks. But every cable can show whatever the heck they want. Right. And that's why Alton Brown swears so much on Chopped. No, but no, you, wait, said, no. you, you said you're watching Pulp Fiction on AMC, and they edited it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is no direct financial or governmental reason why they did that. No, they uh, do it because of people complaining. Yeah, yeah. It's a more conservative right. feeling. But it's funny, that's not... I mean, we've been talking about the FCC so far, which only governs major broadcasts. Right. That whole, it doesn't go... Like, cable doesn't go through your body, and AMC is only on cable. Cables go through my body. <laughs> I'm, an, I'm a cyborg. Mmm... I don't know what the difference between a cyborg and, like, android is. Cyborg has partial human bits, right? Yes. Okay. Cool. Android does not. I'm a cyborg, then. I don't know what an android uh, robot is. Is it a uh, subset of robot? I think an android... An android has to look like a human, right? Because and means person in Greek. Well, mm-hmm. I think that's the root. So I think an android has to be hu- hu- human in form, and a robot can just be, like... Like, a Roomba is a robot. It is not an android. Mm. I believe. And robot comes from like robots check. Yeah, yeah check. That was a play from the nineteen twenties. Fun facts. It means slave. I think it does mean something like that. Um, but I thought it was a made up word in the play itself. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, Those crazy checks. Crazy checks. Checks are for kids. Oh. I didn't get that reference. Tricks for a long time either. It's not good either. No. Or my reference. Cool. So we talked about the FCC for like um, at length. Yeah, we have actually. That's been a good. That's been a good chunk of. Uh, um, and then Americans don't like to say curse words or deal with them for some reason. But then again, you said wait, British the British don't. family. No, British family don't either. But they'll show boobs on television, right? Nah, Vinnie not as much. Oh yeah, yeah. But that's after the watershed, and also like, so I've got a good. Very good friends. Yeah, but after the watershed, we don't show anything in the U.S. Right. Same thing. Same rules apply. So, like, I've got a great friend from Luxembourg, and apparently he would go to the cinema, and before you'd see a film, the ads they would show would have topless people. And that would just be like, a, yeah, it was an ad for water or something, and it's just like, yeah, of course you have a topless person. Um, which, again, I found interesting because the U.K. Mm-hmm. doesn't do that. It's also super interesting, I think, in films how that trickles down in a um, how... So in the UK, we have... This might be interesting to people. We have a film rating system that does... It's like... 
Youth Universal, PG, uh, PG, no, 12A, um, which is like 12 and above can watch it, 15, which is 15 and above, and our highest is 18, which is 18 and above, uh, which I think makes a lot more sense than the US film system. Um, I have no idea still what the ratings are. Um, but Wait, the uh, TV um, ones are different than the movie ones. I know. But like in the UK, we don't have TV ones. Well, actually, if you release a TV show on DVD, it has to have the film one. It's like Breaking Bad has like season one is a but, 15 or something. Well, interestingly, all the film and television ones are uh, paid for by the film industry and the TV industry. Yeah. They're not. Right, right. There's, no There's a great film about that on Netflix, I think, yeah. called Unrated. Yeah. Um, but wait, how do you determine, do you determine if something can be sold to someone on DVD? Legally? Like, or... if I'm in Best Buy and I'm 12 and I try and buy, uh, I'm trying to think of a really 18 film in the UK. Water. Um, what? Wait. I'm trying to think of an, an a, like a, an R-rated film. An R-rated Total film. Recall. Okay. I'm, got, I'm 12 years old and I'm trying to buy Total Recall in Best Buy. I can buy it. So, the... Uh, rule is there's no rule okay like okay so Best Buy won't theoretically by the rules of Best Buy they will not do it they will only do it because they have signed on to some private organizations that try to like non-profits quote unquote industry groups that try to stop kids from getting bad stuff so your DVD is rated and Best Buy not for governmental reasons or civil punishment just by them thinking this is better for their yeah. image or something. I mean, some dumb reason. I'm just going to say it's dumb. So weird. Yeah, it's like regulation. Well, I mean, so this all happened because multiple times uh, the movie and at-home purchasing markets almost got regulated. So, uh, what's her name? Tip, uh, Tipper, right? Tipper, Tipper Gore. Gore. Yeah, in the 90s. Best Buy, or sorry, uh, Blockbuster, music, and etc. were selling, you know, albums with explicit lyrics to kids, and they were all upset about this, and movies, uh, you know, you couldn't see them in the theater, because the theaters have a deal with the things, that whole thing you were talking about, the, like, ratings yeah. system, which is super weird. Um, but yeah, in the 90s, and they, all the people who sell DVDs were like, you don't have to regulate us, look, we're doing it ourselves. And then uh, the whole, the PGR system in the U.S., whatever, was all because in the 1940s. Right, right, right. It was like 1920, like 1940, there was basically full-out government uh, censorship of movies. And then they stopped that, but the trade was that they had to regulate themselves. And so then this is like the late 90s version was why at Best Buy. It's so weird, like, as... A kid, I remember this being like the biggest thing in the UK. It was like, oh, this is a fifteen. Yes, I can see it. Or like, because I think in the UK it was there was a gray area definitely around if your parents could take you to see it. So if, you um, if your parents take you, right? I know it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is, I guess, makes sense because well, it's like, like civil, yeah, things. civil liberties kind of Rand Paul things. But like, um, yeah, in the UK it's like, oh, I'm eighteen. I can see all these like crazy. And 18 is the highest we have in the UK, which is weird because I think you have R and then X in the US, which is like X's. X rated means like... It's 18. 
But then that like R-rated, you can't go in without an adult, right? Yeah, I don't know the ages. Okay, um, but anyway, it's it's like a weird arbitrary thing. But I remember turning fifteen or turning twelve and being like, yes, I can go see all these films. Um, yeah. Apparently, Blade Runner was R-rated. Which Blade Runner? The new one. Oh. Like and this is something that, yeah, like now I'm totally just, I don't give a shit about what rating a film is because I'm not a kid and I don't have kids. So, oh. yeah. Um, okay, wait. So there's R means uh, if you're under 17, you have to have a parent. Uh, NC17 means it doesn't matter if your parents are with you. Same okay, so NC17 is... I, th- I swear it was called X or something originally. Okay, so NC-17 is... So what NC-17 films have come out? Okay, so Hampton's just... Wait, okay. well, so the Hayes Code was originally an X. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Before. That was that. Yeah. Anyway. Well, um, yeah, it's super weird because, like, DVDs in the UK always come with the rating and stuff. And, um, yeah, it's here. like... Oh, really? Yeah. It's like weird in the UK. It's very prominently placed on the spine of a DVD. Oh, yeah. Um, they don't, it's on the back here. Um, okay, so let's see. Movies that have NC-17. Showgirls. I've never seen Showgirls. The, I do. I do. The Dreamers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Blue is the warmest color. Oh, yeah. I kind of want to see that. That one, like the Palme d'Or or something. Two uh, years ago. Shame. Shame is supposed to be good as well. That was... Uh, last uh, Tango in Paris. Yeah, that was that was your parents' second date. Was it really? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, the Cook. Uh, oh, the I, that is one of my favorite films, and I haven't longer. I haven't got Hampton to watch it yet. Uh, Orgasmo. That is that terrible Rob Schneider film, right? Yep. Yep. Uh, Bad Education. This Pedro Almodovar yeah, one. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Uh, Blue Valentine. Okay, okay, so this is a theme, I think, in the U.S. where sex is way more terrible Mm. than violence is. Mm. Oh my Uh, gosh, so much. And, like, I'm finding... It's been interesting, so we've seen a couple of... So Wonder Woman, um, seen Thor recently, um, Spider-Man. It's so weird that you see this hyper-violent... Um, guns, arrows in people, all this kind of shit. And there's no blood. It's completely clean. And there's absolutely no sex whatsoever. And it's so... Like, in Europe, it's kind of the opposite. Um, the UK is kind of in between, but definitely a... Like... Uh, a violence and gore is not normal. Therefore, it should be more highly rated. Sex is a more normal thing, and I... Th- hope we can mostly agree on that therefore i would say less stigmatized not more normal like they have more sex wait uh sorry kids are gonna hopefully if a kid turns out normal in the future they will have they will see or experience more sex than violence right i would hope that a kid like i'm talking about like like Seeing boobs versus seeing someone get shot. In in real life? In real life. Yeah, sure. I guess by a percentage. Right. And I think then that, like, one of those should be less stigmatized than the other when it comes to films. 
Sure. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I feel like, like, making that point isn't really... Like, it's hard to be a winner on, like, which thing, like... Like, yeah. Sure. Uh, wait, also, uh, Crash and uh, The Evil but Dead. Th- so, Crash, the uh, earlier Crash based on the, the David Cronenberg Crash, I believe, based on the novel by Ballard, rather than the racial tension Crash, which I believe we've brought up uh, oh. before. Yeah, 96. Yeah. So, there's two Crashes. One of which is a 2004 won Best Picture, I believe, yeah. or 2005 won Best Picture over Brokeback Mountain, which is terrible. Um, and it was an absolutely awful film, absolutely terrible, all-star cast. Um, the, I think the screenwriter won an Oscar for it. And then there's the older Crash film from 96, like you said, based on a book by J.G. Ballard, uh, directed by David Cronenberg, and it's a film about people who get off on car crashes. So they get into car accidents. I haven't seen the film, I've read the book, um, but they are aroused by car right. crashes. Wait, that's also in the movie Crash, right? The the racial movie Crash? The yeah, I thought they movie? Like, had sex too. I mean, I think people have sex, and I think there is a car accident in it. I think in the 96 Crash, it is like the plot is that. As opposed to like, the 2005 crash where it's like Sandra Bullock's like a racist white lady and well that's true all the time all the time uh, I, and also uh, Beyond Valley of the Dolls is in 2017 <gasps> wait is that a I, sequel? yeah I've never seen Valley of the Dolls and I've always wanted to and now I definitely want to see it so I can see Beyond Valley yeah. of the Dolls where apparently all these characters go to a movie shoot in Hollywood what? Uh, I haven't read it I really want to read Valley of the Dolls it's supposed like, to be. I'm just it Google some pictures of. Yeah, this is this is very Barbarella. Yeah, very Barbarella. Um, like which, like I will say, in the NC17 category, I've been seeing or flipping through photos or which movies. I think basically if you have a trans person in it pre 2000. Yeah, you get NC17. Interesting. So that's a happy note to leave things on. Yeah, and yeah, we're hitting our cool. That's right. Well, thank you well, everybody yeah. for listening. Uh, we hope to have you back to our cocktail hour. Yes. Um, it's now called Whamshire. Just no, we have a microphone. Whamshire. Well, that's our Twitter and stuff. Yeah, that's true. We have I a like microphone. It's too long. No. Yeah. All right. Well, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. <laughs>